Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Venom R1 Business University, and I am your host. I hope that this episode finds you in good spirits. I hope you know that the world is full of potential and unlimited possibilities because you each have unlimited power. Um... I have an exciting day for today. I have two business meetings. One is probably a bigger priority. That one will be first. And then based on the results of that meeting, um, it will determine whether I postpone the second meeting for either A, later today, or sometime next week which most likely will be next Wednesday from what my secretary told me. Um, This way I can attend both of those locations. I'm going to look at two different real estate properties, so I can probably do that on the same day. And um, I do have a history with this first business. And technology is important to be implemented into all business endeavors as of right now. And um, communication hasn't been the best, so I have to kind of like pick up the left leg, you know, and, 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 and be the technologically inclined person in the situation. But um, it's, a, it's a 50-50. It's something that even though I'm looking forward to, If, God forbid, for whatever reason it falls through, then it won't have such an impact. Um, Maybe the gross income compared to the other two opportunities is probably 15%, 10 to 15%. So it's not something that I can live with or deal with. And then, of course, I have a, a, a backup scenario where I do have another property. It's a little bit more difficult to get to it. And um, that would be an okay substitute, you could say. Um, At the same time, from there, I have a few other available options, which, of course, I'll explore, you know, depending how how things pretty much work out um, with this first situation. So... What can I say about it? What can I share about it? The miscommunication is very detrimental to any business relationship because at the end of the day, you don't really know what's happening and you kind of have to feel and guess. And, you know, I understand that people are busy, but it's like as a business partner, if I bring this to your attention, you should work on it, you know. And I know it's going to take time, so I'm trying to be patient at the same time. Um, Rome wasn't built in a day, right? So that's kind of my situation. Like a lot of things are happening. A lot of things are changing. And once again, I'm just adapting to those changes. You know, with me being an entrepreneur and being an artist and then having a family, you know, I have every wild card that's available in life. I have to deal with it um, on a daily basis. So I have to kind of like adjust and pivot 
And I want all of you to know as entrepreneurs that it's okay to have to adjust and pivot. And it's okay to to modify your situation. Because in the end, the ultimate goal is success. Whether it's financially, whether it's um, with resources or resourcefulness for yourself and for your business, you know. Um, there's no reason to compromise and have one and not the other. Um, I want to thank you guys for the ultimate success of the market caps that we've done for the beginning of the week. I knew it was going to be important. We hadn't done them in a while. I believe it was the bursting of the bubble. And that was kind of the thing. Um, I'm having even an issue with my son because I'm teaching my youngest son timing. And, um, you know, he plays football. He's like a superstar in school. So, you know, the Hollywood lifestyle, always busy, always doing this, always doing that. So, I'm trying to instill in him, like, no, you still have to be organized. You still have to be meticulous in everything that you do. Um, you know, looking back into retrospective, I was probably the same way when I was his age and I was playing sports. And looking back now, I understand how important it is to be on point and, and to be organized, etc. And it's like if you're going to focus on anything or if you're going to concentrate on everything... Concentrate on being punctual, you know, being organized, being disciplined, you know, putting everything in a sequence, you know, making sure that every step that you take to build your dream aligns with every other step. And it's not perfect. You know, I identified that the bubble burst on Sunday. It's only been four days. Um, today is one of those days where, of course, I'm going to keep up with the entire market because, I need to know for sure um, how things are going to develop. And what I want to do is I want to predict when the bubble is going to hit America. Um, you know, there's a $1.6 billion bet against the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ 100. And I have to say, I agree. You know, I think that the payoff is going to be ridiculous. And because of that, you know... These are those fucking time traveler bets, you know, like I, I, I have to agree. And um, in in Future Tech Plus, I wrote about how it doesn't even matter if people understand it or not. But um, everything is a duality. Everything is a balance. And what we fail to realize is that everything is interconnected. So the way that I grew up playing sports and eventually becoming an artist and entrepreneur, correlates with my son because he's living through the same experience now i have older kids and i've seen how my disciplines affected each one of my kids completely different out of all my kids only one is a millionaire and i have enough kids to have at least seen two or three of them and it's not that they all don't have the potential it's that one characteristics that sets my older son apart is that he listened and he listened with conviction because he was emotionally invested into everything that I taught him. So whatever he did, he did marvelously. For example, it's rumored that Kobe Bryant um, would shoot 500 jump shots a day. Well, my son used to shoot 1,000 jump shots a day. And um, my son's name is Kobe. So, again, to, to put everything into, into perspective, right? So, 
you know, it's one of those things, you know, maybe the way that I idolize like a Michael Jordan or a, a, a John Stockton or fucking um, uh, Charles Barkley, you know, a Kevin Johnson, you know, just growing up, I had a lot of heroes, right? And, you know, I love superheroes as well. But, um, you know, it built the foundation to how I view the world. For example, like I give a lot of superheroes as examples from a psychological standpoint because really that's what they are. They're just examples of psychology in Future Tech Plus. And I make it fun, right? And at the same time, I was listening to a sermon from from a pastor in my, in my wife's uh, congregation and church. And um, they're talking about God and the you know, different powers and stuff like that. So that's how I can relate to it. So I'll give you an example to see if, if, if this wild card example can help you guys a little bit better. So again, being an artist, we are able to produce fairly reasonably compared to the average blue collar, white collar job, right? So let's say, you know, blue collar position is 50 to 150,000, right? White collar, maybe a little bit more. So when I can put together an event where I can make that, you know, in a few hours, that changes the dynamic. Because I'll give you an example. Um, I had a friend of mine tell me a story about another friend of, of that person where they were working for this big company. And they were building a repertoire with a client base to the point where that client base overspilled back into the company. My friend was telling his friend, you know, go into business for yourself because you're bringing your clients to this corporation and they're making all the profits. It took him a few years to decide, but he did it. Now the guy's a millionaire. So that's a beautiful success story. When I spoke about preparing for the market, I said, you know what, you could do the same. Whatever industry or field or, or trade that you're trying to break into, now is the time because of this economic situation. So take a low-paying internship at a huge company, recruit the people that you're going to need, and within 18 months, that it should take you no longer than 18 months to generate the capital to launch the company, you'll have the infrastructure and you'll have the knowledge, which is worth more than whatever they're paying you. So... By comparison, the reason why I give you guys that example is because, you know, many artists, before they go on tour, they're already spending the money before they get it. And this is a duality with the fact that artists are making their profits or what they consider profits, which are not. They, these are just debt, you know, toxic debt loans, right? They turn in a project to the label, the label gives them an advance, and that's all they really care about. They just worry about get the next advance. They don't put the effort to develop that record because based on the contract, they're not really making much off that record. So if you put that into perspective, um, it kind of makes sense to people that are not financially literate, but really every time you get an advance, it's like a per diem loan. It has to be paid back from future royalties or future monies that you bring in. So why do I give you guys that example? Because I'm a recovering car collector and I love cars. And cars are one of the worst fucking investments. There are some that do appraise in value, 
based on many unknown factors and variables. But overall, a car is nothing more than a coffee machine. If you don't turn on a coffee machine, if there's no grinder, if there's no espresso machine, it doesn't work. It serves no purpose. A car is transportation. As fancy as the paint job is and the interior is and this, that, and the third, unless you're talking about something like a fucking Pagani, which is art, that shit is like moving art, okay? Overall, there's not that many cars that fit into that category. And for that reason, um, it's very difficult to justify spending all kinds of ridiculous amounts of money on a car. It would be surprising to you the amount of people that are in athletics, entertainment, sports, whatever, celebrity superstars, and you ask them, what did you do with your first big paycheck or etc." Ninety fucking five percent of them are going to say jewelry or cars. Two things that are fucking financial suicide. And I know it sounds cliche, but if I didn't learn from those examples, I wouldn't have the mentality that I have today because I know how fucking bad that basically is. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. And why is that? It is so because, first of all, let's say I went and I bought a hypothetical Lamborghini or Ferrari. I'm, I'm a Lamborghini guy. I'm not a Ferrari guy, right? So I go and I buy this fucking um, Ferrari, for example, and now I have to go on tour. When am I really going to drive this car? Well, when the tour finishes. That's it. And when I leave this tour, I'm going on the tour right after that. And when I finish that tour, I'm going to go on tour after that. So by the time I get to drive the fucking car, I probably paid for it three years in a row. Just to, 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 to give you some context, right? To give you an example. So you ask yourself, what the fuck is the point? Well, the reason why we buy those dumbass expensive cars, which this is from the perspective of financial education. Not that I don't love cars because I do. You're going to hear it in my music. I gave you plenty of examples to explain to you why I love cars. And they're great for motivation, but life is not about that, right? We do it because we have these built-in insecurities we feel that that's going to raise our value or our net worth. We feel that it's going to be good for marketing. We feel that it's going to make us feel good. We feel that it's going to buy us happiness. So fucking right, we're all in. Shit, give me the Ferrari, the Porsche, and the Lamborghini. It's different when I'm using that for inspiration and motivation, and I'm working up to a point where I can easily afford it. It's not that I can't afford it, but I can't afford it easily, right? It's like having a healthy cancer patient. You know, when I put that in Future Tech Plus, people were like, fuck, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, some people don't see the stress that you have with dumb shit that you have the power to eliminate. So for me, I'm so disciplined because I've already gone through those things that none of that shit phases me. It doesn't phase me. Like, I'm going on tour. I'm not even, I haven't thought about what I'm going to spend the first dollar. And I'm already thinking for the next four tours in a row. I have no fucking reason to spend a dime 
that is not for the betterment of my career because my morals are in the right place and in the right position. And that comes with discipline. That comes with education. That comes with understanding that, you know, it is pointless for me to have a fucking Ferrari in storage and I only drove it 300 miles in three fucking years. I can wait till my tour is over. And I can wait until I at least have some time to myself. And while I'm going through that transition period, yes, I can see myself purchasing a car like that, that I'll enjoy for like a year, year and a half. But until I get to that point in my career, there's no point. It's like jewelry. Like, what the fuck am I going to put diamonds on a Rolex for? I don't give a fuck if they came from Jacob or if they came from Rolex. It is retardedness. It is like stupid shit. You know, I like Rolexes and I like two doors, but, uh, you know, long jeans are nice, you know, and I'm, I'm learning this shit. I'm so fucking mesmerized by, by watches at this point in my life, but I could buy a Turbillion for less than a thousand dollars. I could find Turbillions for $500. I could find Turbillion movements for less than 200, a hundred dollars. It's hard for me to, to to spend $20 on a watch, $40, $50 on a watch. Imagine fucking 50000 at this point in my life. You know, a Pagani does what a Kronos does, what a fucking, you know... I, the only brand that I, I see that, that I love with consistency is fucking San Martin. And there's some Citizen watches that I want. There's some Omega watches that I'm going to look into. Just to give you an example... But it comes down to what are the decisions that I'm going to make, knowing that I have a family, knowing that I have to continue to reinvest. I'm not backed by a label. I'm not backed by a private investor. I'm the capital investor. So what the fuck is the point? That's something deeply rooted within us. Why are we making these decisions? If you know there's a stampede coming and the economy is about to crash and it's already crashing in China, guess who's next? I believe now Europe will be last. Asia will be last. We're next. So the time to disrupt any industries is now. You either see the fucking stampede or you don't. 85% of wealthy people in America, 14% are in China. Where the fuck you think I'm going to move? I'm moving to China. I know I want to be part of that society. When that society grows from 14% to 30 to 40 to 50%, I want to be there for that 35% growth from 14 to whatever, 39% or even 40%. Why the fuck would I be here when this shit is just stagnant at 80 to 85%? And look at the quality of life. Look at the fucking stress that people have to deal with in this fucking country. You don't realize how that's going to hurt you in the long term. I gave the example of now is the time to buy a new car. You know why? Because in the next four to six years, while this shit gets built back up, do you want the fucking stress of a car breaking down? Can you put a price on on that amount of stress? You know how fast that shit will get you to the fucking hospital? (laughs) 
That's where I got the term a healthy cancer patient. You want to be a cancer patient with perfect credit and perfect finances because you didn't want to invest in a fucking vehicle? You didn't want to invest into technology? Do you see the power of the GH200? We are in the motherfucking future, and we've been in the future for a long fucking time. But with that fucking chip, my nigga, the whole motherfucking world is about to change. And if you fucking think I'm not going to capitalize on that, you out your rabbit ass fucking mind. That's all the time we got for today. This is a nice uh, a nice Mac Mini for y'all to kind of build on the rest of the day. May you have a wonderful day today. May you conquer everything in your path and may everything that you touch turn into solid gold. Always remember to dream big because dreams come true. It happened to me. And I know for a fact it's going to happen to you. I love you guys. You guys inspire me every single day. And I'm just so happy I could share this little bit of knowledge with all of you guys. Thank you so much and God bless. See you on the next one.